Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jackson. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 235. Back from the couple of days off. Happy otherwise, Monday, everyone. Yeah, otherwise known as the weekend. What you, what's going on? Where are we? What time is it? It's 2.30 p.m. Yeah. here in Melbourne yeah. in Collingwood. Beautiful day. Only a top of 21 degrees. <laughs> Don't know about any other place in the world. I haven't looked it up. No, that's okay. okay. Uh, yeah, how was your weekend? It was, it was uh, pretty uneventful. Mm. I was sick. Yeah, isn't that annoying? That you get to the weekend and then you're sick. Well, because the problem is that my default is at first I love being sick. All right, mate. You're a sicko. No, no, the reason I love being sick is because it's like here's an excuse. Like on Friday I cancelled everything that we had planned for Saturday. Cancelled the business? Cancelled the podcast? No, so Brie, we had our niece's – I always don't know what to say. Mm. I think Brie and I need to get married just to make all that shit easier. Much easier. Um, Along with a few other reasons why you could potentially get married. But Brie, my niece. (laughs) Yeah. Our niece. Yeah. She was turning five. Okay. Unicorn party. And so I'd initially on Friday I'd said to Brie, can't go Mm. to that. And we had a Victoria's Secret night on Saturday <laughs> night. Just, just the girls. Co- of course you did. The girls and big six foot three Joshy boy. Yeah. And a lot of pink cu- cupcakes. Cuck cakes. Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. The girls are eating cupcakes. You're eating cupcakes, my friend. Um, so they, um, <laughs> we've done that for the last couple of years where we, um, where we watch the Victoria's Secret fashion yeah. show. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so we cancelled. So Brie had um, had messaged her friend, said, "Hey, Josh isn't feeling well," and they had other stuff. So it was it all sort of worked out you, well. You um you fall apart when you when you're sick. As much yeah. as you love it, maybe you love it because it's the t- time that you can fall apart. <laughs> well, I just have no impulse control. Yeah, I know, and I I get it. I feel that it's like when you're a bit hot, your body's like. Yeah. Hot, you just feel like you just want to lie down, shut everything out. I'm you in New York, but yeah. you had to keep fucking going. Yeah, that is the that is the problem when it's like you've got no option but to keep going. It's so hard. Amy is currently – she just called me. She's walking to our workplace right now because she's been sent home from work. Second week of work. Second week of work. It's uh, – no, sorry, th- yeah – into the third week. Oh, this is third. Fuck, Jesus, but she's done. Quick. It's only ten days of actual work, and she's had to go home on the eleventh. So she didn't want to stay home. She's thinking, "I got to be here." Yeah, but it's, it, it is an interesting working for yourself is a completely different. Uh, you've either got to do it, like during this podcast. Yeah. You hear me vomiting in one episode because mm-hmm. I was so sick in bed with a st- stomach flu. And I had to be editing that day because I had deadlines. So I was like, oh, it was hell. But what's the deal? Should you – like do you think you should even come to work? Well, I said uh, – so we had to be up at five in the morning because yeah. of Bree's strict gym routine. A 45 routine, yeah. yeah. And um, and when I woke up, Bree said, why don't you take the day off? And I thought about it. Mm. The reason that I didn't was the podcast. True. Because well, like, we would have had to do it anyway. Yeah. And so I was happy – 
it was a good reason. I was like, yeah. oh, that's good that I've actually built some sort of mm. – because I didn't you, – you're managing the edit today. Yes. So, I don't have to be editing. It's very sort of administrative. I don't have to worry about that. What I'm are you, just you, getting it because – so, we've got in our office here in, in Collingwood, we've got a, um, a box and on the box it says the ship has sailed mm-hmm. and it's all questions relating to business partnerships yeah. and I've just got a, one that I want to write down. Okay. So, what are you going to um, write down? So, taking – Taking sick days. Taking sick days. Yeah, great. He's really struggling right with one hand. Taking Um, sick days. A business partnership. We haven't spoken about that. And it's a a weird one. I haven't even thought that we needed to. I mean, I'm I'm worried that I've got into a business with a guy that just says, I love being sick. Well, I... You're sicker again. The thing was, I liked the idea of being sick because (laughs) it gave me permission to chill out. The problem was that... It, I ended up doing things on the weekend that mm. I considered chilling out in a previous life and it just – like for instance, we got – like it was the one time that I could say to Brie, let's not go out for dinner. Can mm. we just get pizza here? Mm-mm. And Brie was like, well, there's no good places that will deliver in Roeville. So she she ended up going out and getting pizza she drove to get it she drove okay. to get it and they also do hot chips so she had so we had hot chips and pizza hot chips and pizza weird combo it's great we actually had that it's first actually first time i had that was with you it is that's a real bogan meal it is hot chips you don't put the hot and chips pizza. On i the get pizza. that remember we were in sydney at that nice restaurant mm. where we got the meat along pizzas yeah. And, I, and it's my go-to just have a bit of a side salad because you're going, it's naughty. The pizza's naughty in itself. So side salad just to sort of alkaline yeah. the insides. I, but I you went, for, you're like, no, let's just get the hot chips. I was like, oh, okay. Well, but I've, I've really sort of, blows it out. Yeah. But I then felt shit house where I was like, it was the. Of course you did, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> but, the hot but, chips and pizza. So I realized I'm like, nah, no more. <laughs> and so I was fasting on Sunday and ended up just having um, some fruit. Yeah. But, geez, nectarines, aren't they delicious? <laughs> oh, wow, we're low on combo today. No, nectar, don't you <laughs> Jeez, love nectarines? guys. Do you like nectarines? <laughs> nectarines are good. They're, if they're in, in season. season. Okay, they're in season. And um, <laughs> heavy food chat this episode. Well, I, was talking, I was talking to Scooter <laughs> Derek and I said, What, you, run it, you just brought that up? Yeah, I said, mate, how good is fruit? <laughs> and he's like, uh, no, but I've I've always been a bit against fruit, and he's like, nah, don't get into fruit. Don't I'm get like, okay. Why? He said it'll make you fat. <laughs> I'm like, is that really true though? And the, he brought up an interesting point. He said what he used to work at a fruit shop. Okay, and he I said, could imagine Derek, like, yeah. such a personality. Yeah. Quirky motherfucker. Mangoes, 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 mangoes. <laughs> they're going, they're going, 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 mangoes. Great voice too. Bit of that sort of vibe. But um, he said he put on a lot of weight from okay. free fruit. Okay. I'm, I'm sure there could have been other things at the time that That's were going on. That's what I said. On. I'm like, what else were you eating? He's like, no, nah, I was what eating you, a lot of fruit. What have you said? It, it's good. Uh, you said fruit's not your fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think fruit. I think I don't, yeah. I don't think someone's just fully lean as a whippet in every other meal that they have. They're just you know, watching their cows, mm. looking at the ratios and then blows out on fruit. I'd be so pissed if the reason I was fat was because I ate too no, many strawberries. 100%, 100% not. It's refined sugar mm. but is, is the killer. So uh, we normally sort of um, download Victoria's Secret, going back to Victoria's Secret, yeah. um, and we watch it like on a, a torrent or whatever, we yeah. download it, and it was going to be my job to download it. Mm. Anyway, because uh, it was all cancelled, didn't have to worry about yeah. it. 
But um, as Bree and I were sitting to relax and we had got cookies and cream ice cream just to cement the mm. fat fuckery and um, we saw 2018 Victoria's Secret was on Foxtel, was on ah. the – and so we Bree was straight away into the Facebook Messenger telling all the girls like, oh, we've actually – we actually picked the day that it was going to be on and I pressed record and, and um, we are going to watch it. And we started watching it. I was like, what the fuck? Like this is – these just seem like um, super young. What, the girls? Yeah. Yeah, of course they are. No, but it, it turns out that what we, co- we couldn't see the whole thing on the TV guide. It was the Victorian School Spectacular. <laughs> what, and what were they wearing? No, well, they were just wearing like um, – like Outfits. Outfits like or whatever. Musical theatre yeah. outfits. But it was just funny because I was – we were primed for Victoria's Secret and then we ended up um, – with the Victorian School Spectacular. Jeez. Uh, did, did your school do Victorian School? I can't remember anything that required my um, interest Yeah, because uh, I wasn't interested in anything that school had to offer. Maybe. I remember the private schools did this thing at uh, Dallas Brooks Theatre. It was like this big concert hall. But they were just bored. They bored the fuck out of me. Mm. I just remember having to go there and sit in the seat. I wish I was sick at that point. I wish I could have pulled a sickie. What did you, what uh, extracurricular stuff did you do? What does that mean? Like outside of school hours? Yeah. Nothing that they nothing that I didn't have to do. So there's sport. So we had to do Saturday sport, which was a that's a private school thing. Private school sports Saturday. It's private school. Yeah, Saturday sports had to do volleyball. Mum always said I'd be a rower. Yeah, I don't know about that, Lynn. Why you, not? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's actually I saw you. You you were getting right into the rowboat in Central Park. I think I actually am an okay rower. Yeah. Well, you've got a frame for rowing. I don't know if you've got the back to withstand the 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 fuckery that is <laughs> rowing, like that. All that sort of Moving flexion back. extension. Well, I was sore. I feel like back. the day after in New York after really? doing that. Yeah, I'm it was sure. A, it was, was a rowboat. <laughs> it was a tiny little. So you baby didn't do boat. any extra. What was the sport that you said that you did? Volleyball, footy, anything beach that made volleyball. Me. Dude, I would was ever no, not beach volleyball. It was indoor, okay. like hard court. It was whack. It was so annoying. But I mean, that's what I've I've been thinking a lot about that stuff with Bodie. Like the amount of shit you have to get the kids into through school. It musical is good inst- for them. Musical instrument. I did that stuff, but nothing that wasn't forced down my throat. That's the problem. There, I can't. Even, what would have there been outside of? Oh, sorry. One thing I did do that I didn't have to do was gymnastics, and it was sick. There was like in-ground trampoline, foam pit, rings hanging from the ceiling. We learned how to do backflips, you know, running round off backflips, and we had this Russian gym te- teacher, Serge, and he had one finger missing. And he used to do this thing where he'd hold his hand. It's probably illegal. He'd definitely get done for assault these days. His hands were so strong. He was an ex-Russian gymnast, like elite level. What would he do? And he'd hold his hand against your forehead. So he's like, just so if you sprawl out your hand, see all your fingers are straight. Yeah. Put it onto your forehead, and then pull back one of your fingers and let go of it. So. Slap you in the forehead, so, but he had he these. He would do that. He would do that. He's a gum, and we'd all like, oh, get surged, do it to Tommy, and he'd be like, okay, and then he'd put it on my head, pull his finger Knock back, you slap out. It. but he had one finger missing, and the the. <laughs> I don't toe, understand this thing. 
It totally no. He, this is just a separate story to to him flicking us. But he used to have a, he had a finger missing, and he used to tell everyone, or he told somebody, which then it spread, and no one asked him about it. He said that he got a, a bitten off in the circus in Russia by a bear. <laughs> That's not true. I, I don't Maybe think. I don't know. No, it, I don't think it's a good troll though. Mm. I was into, I was into the extracurricular stuff. Obviously, what though? Everything. Well, debating and stuff, but also I was a uh, footy, t-ball, basketball, did soccer for a tiny, only a very short period yeah. of time, but um, also drama, oh. Helen O'Grady Drama School. Oh, yeah. But I used to just think that it was all a bit amateur for what I was into. <laughs> what, you held yourself at a higher standard yeah, than everyone Yeah, I was just there? like I was expecting to be doing things that – Actors would do, and See, they're like, "Let's play these fucking dumb games." Reese Mitchell, who we've had on this podcast, lives in LA. He's actually back, I think, this week. We're at a wedding together. Oh, do you reckon we'll this, get him on this weekend? I don't know how long he's in town, but he's a best man at the wedding I'm going to on this coming weekend. And he was a kid that did me and him did um, gymnastics together, but he did drama, and he's done it. He did it from I reckon the age of six. Mm-hmm. I mean, his dad was Con the Fruiterer, quite a famous actor when we were growing also, up. Also, uh, fat in character. So, mate, fruit, fat. Yeah, it's all fat fruit shop owner. <laughs> That's the. I mean, I don't think it was from the fruit. <laughs> that you he don't think it is? No. Definitely not from the fruit. Definitely. <laughs> Hi, the Daily Talk Show dot com. If you if you um if you have an opinion on fruit, here's the thing: if you've got fat from fruit, I. You would have to get fat from only eating fruit. So your diet doesn't consist of anything else other than fruit. That's the only true way to know if you're going to get fat from it. Because here's the thing, you could get – so if you're eating, say, pasta, but before it you ate a whole bunch of fucking uh, fruit, like high high fructose, really sweet fruit – that just shot your insulin levels through the roof and then you're eating pasta. So you just – it's just – it's fuckery. Mm, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, I, I think that there's – I feel like f- I need to just be okay with fruit, especially in summer, just a yeah. bit of fibre. It's hard talking to you, dude. How many I pigs- hate talking to you about food and diets because you you are like Mount Everest. Fucking you go way up and then you go, go down the other side then you get low and then you get to go way up. It's not probably not the best I analogy. The You're up analogy. and down, mate. When it comes to fr- – anyone – this is my – probably one of my biggest – Pet peeves of people who fast, oh, here we go. or use the the fasting conspiracy lingo. Jimmy fast, yeah, and I and I would say Jimmy. Here we go. He doesn't have the best of diets. Really, you don't think so? Well, like I don't see. I hardly see him eating, and then when we are eating, it's on the weekends. But I so I know he doesn't prep a lot of his food. So then it's like it's an easy out for someone who then has a diet like that to go, I fast. So you just can't be fucked cooking and prepping food in the other times. But my problem with people who fast is that a lot of them, a lot of them I think it's on the back of eating like a piece of shit for a few days mm. and then you're fasting. Oh, I ate pretty badly yesterday so I'll now fast. And so what it, my, my worry with it is that it's, it's – People who, uh, fasting is connected to people who are very up and down with how they eat mm-hmm. and and their actual habits. Remember how the other week you had a ma- breakdown? You, mate, I'm fucking new me. I've had a bad weekend. It's like it's very up and down. Yeah, I think that's pretty common every Monday. Yeah, but I don't think it's. It, I don't think it's success. I don't think that's. 
stability. No, no, it's not stability. But I think the idea that life is this one stable constant. I think for me, diet plays into all these other things, Mm. which are if you uh, if you use food as uh, as a way to medicate. Mm. So if you're not feeling well, or if you've had a bad day, Mm. or you're just bored, whatever it is, the only reason you eat. Whatever reason, it means that it's not about the food and everything mm. to do about where you're at. And for me, not being like currently having to be at mum and dad's while we find a place and all that sort of like not mm. having the consistency, not being able like the pushback that I had a few weeks ago was because I was like, I was like, uh, Amos is here. Um, I was feeling like I was eating nachos and I didn't even feel like eating nachos. But it's a consistent fad diet. It's an out of having a bad diet. Very, it, The consistent thing is the bad diet and mm. the and the fasting. So I just think there's a middle ground of going, finding some sort of – it's hard because yeah. it's a mental thing Well, that's as well. why I think the fruit thing – that's why I don't give pushback on fruit. I don't think yeah. that that's going to be the problem. But uh, it wasn't all smooth sailing on the weekend because I, I obviously had my commitments to writing the book. Oh, yes. You have set out to handwrite the whole of Seth Godin's This Is Marketing book. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's no small feat and it probably needs fruit to help you get through it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't push back on the fruit. I've actually – it's difficult to eat. It's difficult to eat um, while writing because I don't want to get the pages messy. True. I mean – yeah, I we can say how do writers do it. I, I was going to, uh, yeah. So like maybe you just don't eat. I mean, how long are you writing for, bro? You can't. You take a uh, did you, three hours. I did three hours on the weekend. Okay, so that's a fair bit of time. But, but I, I guess could this have is definitely. The, I could have stepped away. So fasting and writing, doing mm. what you're doing, they go hand in hand because yeah. you need solid amounts of time. But so I was trying to work out what to um to print uh, to to write on mm. the type of paper. Mm. And have you worked it out? Yeah. So um, Brie went to because I was sick. Uh, Brie went to because you were sick. Because I was sick. But you could come to work today. Yeah, no. Oh, barely. Far I know. I'm a, I'm a hero. No, but Brie was just <laughs> at Doncaster, and there's this that new place where I got my fancy pencil and sharpener. It's um, like a paper shop. Mm. It's not. It's like a stationery shop. Anyway, Brie. I asked if Brie could go into there, but they had. Um, a hundred pages for twenty five bucks, but there was no lines. Mm. And uh, it's pretty expensive, isn't it? Yeah, it's for for sort of premium paper because I thought if I'm going to write all, you know, and this is going to be something that's going to be auctioned off, it needs mm. to be high qual. Anyway, uh, Bree said, "You're not going to believe what the girl said, but uh, your mum was there, so she can back me up." <laughs> she said uh, to get the paper from Office Works. Yeah, that'd be the cheapest. Uh, but it? my pushback is. Not primo enough, it's but not. I decided to give it a go anyway. So on Sunday we went to Office Works. You did, or Bree, Bree and I both okay. together because you need to confirm. Yeah, I, I wasn't was okay. absolutely couldn't leave it to one person. Yeah, I had to yeah, be there. Yeah, and so looking at different paper options. Okay. Issue: the main issues were around lines. Mm. Couldn't find anything above an eighty gsm. Thickness? With lines, That's yes, So, you wanted it to be thicker. I wanted it to be over a hundred gsm. All right. So, what I so what I was looking at is potentially getting those sort of there's like inserts that you can get like loose paper that you then can sort of get bound. Yes. They didn't have many options. They only had these one 
um, I can't remember the exact brand. You'll have to excuse me f- for that. Mm. But they're, they were, it was lined. It was 80 GSM. It was just too thin. So what I've ended up doing is I've ended up having to go 120 GSM uh, with a plain paper and I then bought a ruler to be able to rule margins so I make sure I leave enough room for when it is bound. So you've you've made it harder for yourself. Well, yeah, I've just I've just had to I just have to rule each time. Each time, I guess it's it's not hard if you're already got the pen in your hand. Well, I was niche. Well, I have to use a grey lead because okay. we could eventually, if we wanted to, rub out the margins. Oh, geez. But the thing that I was getting into was whether I need to draw lines. No. Okay, good. It, I haven't. You've, it's the dude who wants to start making videos but won't start until he has mm. the red and the brand new yeah. MacBook Pro yeah. with the latest software. Yeah. So I can't do that. So yeah. you, you've started So though. I've started. I can actually show you how it's looking if you like. All right. Don't um, pull our uh, kid apart. Okay, you, can tell me what, you can tell me what you think. So I've done all Oh, hang on. T- there's no lines. That's what I'm saying. You're off your face. I thought you just said you had to rule the margin. Yeah, so that's the margin there. We got the margin, but there's no lines. You're out of control. So what do we think? Oh, I can't wait to see just as it gets to the end how poor the lines are going to be. But do you think it's pretty good so far? It's You're really good I'm so t- far. Yeah, I'm, I'm turning them all. I'm impressed. So this is three hours worth of work over the weekend. Okay. Imagine so, if we spent this time on biz dev. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's um, – this is almost like meditation. So that's what I've done oh, okay. so far. Is, is you went a bit – unless that's italic. Is that meant to be italic? <laughs> what do you mean? No, that's called, that's called fucking um, no, joint. Yeah, but I just thought at the, at the back end – to be fair, that's at the two so, hours and 50-minute mark. So the reason why that one is a little bit bigger because that was the final – bit of chapter one okay. so I was like I had a little bit more room to be able to to move on it that makes sense that makes sense but we've had um it does look like it. you've you've turned it from normal to italic what's the deal deal with the auction okay so if you if you've just under trying to work out what the fuck that we're on about so our uh Brainiac over here had the idea that he would hand write Seth Godin's book mm-hmm. and it's since had someone put in a bid and they said, I'll pay a hundred bucks if Josh donates the money to charity. Yep. Which is pretty good. So with a few bids in, we got one yesterday from Ben S and he's uh, he's followed the instructions, put bid as the subject and then put his number. He said $170, extra $20 if you throw in the front cover coloured in by a child or someone that acts like a child. I think Which would be you. He's aiming for me. <laughs> good troll. Um, but here's the problem that we face. It, so it was 100 bucks. Uh, that was the first offer. But then on Friday we announced Trevor's. No, we, yeah. Then the second bid was Derek. Derek, hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Third bid at five hundred bucks from Trevor Long. Yeah. Now that he he's a real baller coming yeah. in with that, and and then That's Ben's old, obviously not yeah. up to date with the podcast. That's some old broadcast money, if I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, ben S has come in with 170. Yes. Unfortunately, um, it, it's out. It, it's the equivalent of someone at an auction saying, "Okay, we got 1.4. Anything else? I'll give you a million. No, <laughs> that's not no, how it works. No, but in fair, he was late to the uh, to the auction. I hadn't thought about this minimal viable product. We've kind of just started speaking about it. How do we how do we fix this? How do we create some kind of landing page 
I don't want to give you more the work. The way that you're saying it is how how, how would how, we how, how would how would you how would you, <laughs> how would you create some kind of tally tally Bidding board system? Surely know. we can do this. Can maybe someone who has that sort of skill? Mm. Hi at the Daily Talk So these the, these are this is what we know so far. I emailed Seth Godin and um, I told him what I was doing. Mm. He wrote back and said, "That's incredible! What a neat idea, but painful. Can't wait to see how it goes." Yeah, which is um, the perfect bit of fuel because can't wait to see how it goes. Yeah, he doesn't believe it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's that's part of the inspiration, yeah. but um, so we've got permission from Seth, which is pretty big. December thirty one is our two hundred and fiftieth episode of the Daily Talk Show, and so you reckon that's when you'll have it done? Bro? That's when it will be done. Yeah. Okay. So I've actually mapped it out in in regards to, from a timing point of view, and I will have the final book already bound. Uh, the hard thing is going to find somewhere that will be open to. Bind the book? Yeah. yeah. See, here's the thing. It will probably be, be – it will be Office Works. Yeah. I'll have to go to Office Works. Yes. But you know what? They're, they've managed the whole chain. Yeah. I'll deal with it. So, on the 31st of December will be when the uh, the auction will be finished. So, the bidding closes obviously that day, mm-hmm. that, that episode. I mean – People, this will be interesting to see what we can get it to. Do you know? So, I reckon it will probably be about 200 pages. What I end up writing, like, Mm. so there's like 200 and something pages in the book, but I'm writing on both sides. Look at, um, look at this here. See the that paper there, that stack of paper. Oh, yeah. Wow. That is 200 pages. Shit, it's thick. Yeah. It's 120 GSM. This is a okay. high quality product, <laughs> and I'm standing by it. And so, um, I just wanted to show you that just to give you a sense of how much of a task it is. Yeah, All right, man. I've, it's even more of a task that you that you haven't got lined paper, but it will look better. It looks much better. So you think it's a aesthetically? High yes. Um, you know, <laughs> from a uh, from an annoyance factor, it's really high now. Yeah. But if you're going to do it, you may as well do it well. Have you ever bought anything at an auction before? Never. I've never had – I feel like it's something – you need a bit of spare money. Yeah. I've never had spare money. Just, oh, drop that, randomly drop 500 bucks. Trevor Long money. <laughs> Trevor Long I call Long it pulling your Trevor. <laughs> pulling your Trevor. The um, Trev then did write to me and asking if I would take after pay. <laughs> really? So, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I do the one. I think I've told you this story. I haven't uh, haven't bidden an auction. I don't think, but I have bought a piece of artwork um, at my house at my old house. I remember I'd been just paid cash for a job, which is very rare. Like we never get paid cash Not for now. jobs. Yeah, but, but back then I remember I had like it's like a th- over a thousand bucks or whatever in mm. cash. I was just like wrapped. Anyway, a student, international student knocked at the door and he had paintings. Mm. And so I ended up <laughs> dropping a hundred bucks on a painting, but I just thought I was the biggest bowler. Going so around. hang on. In the burbs, an international student mm. rocks up to your front door. We were in this, we used to live in an area called Listerfield South, which was sort of this, uh, it was called the, I forgot what the estate was called. The secret hideaway, or some some bullshit, but it was sort of like the fancy suburb. Like it was common to, to for the houses to be worth over a million bucks. Okay. We had sort of the Povo house 
it's still nice, but yeah. one story versus like people having these massive driveways and, you know, big theatre rooms yeah. and shit like that. Did you say that at the end of the call it was like vacant? Like it was like a big paddock? Yeah, there was a, the National Park. Went straight on to Churchill Park. Have they National cut Park. into that? No, because no. No, it's National Park. They can't. That's a good spot. Yeah. And so it was – no, but it was – Right around sort of um, bushland and stuff because mm. we would have to do the country fire authority every year would come and sort of explain about like what to do in case of a fire. Mm. So it was it was pretty rural in that regard. So then why the hell was an international student cruising down? Your, he's found the most expensive yeah. looking houses and thought – I'm going to try and sell my artwork. Yeah. Was it so he drew these or painted yeah, these? Yeah, so painted. Things? He had like maybe 10 in this almost like remember Big W when you'd buy a poster. And I never actually bought one, but I just remember flicking through them. They were oh, big, yes, yes. plastic. They would hold posters. Mm. The movie shops used to have them too. Yeah, so they'd have that's like right. the, the yeah the old movie trailer posters. Talking or about posters. that, Smith Street. <laughs> Oh, that weird experience we had. We were walking past a shop that obviously just it was vacant, and then there was a pop up video easy store, which is like a blockbuster for people playing outside Australia. Which no one even has DVD players these days. I mean, I've got a heap of DVDs that are just hanging yeah, around. Do you, do you even have a player? No, no, uh, not set up, and not one that's yours. It's probably your mum's. No, well, the mum and dad have a. This is one thing about. I don't know if it's an age thing, a generation thing. Just quickly, so the guy had posted like those types of poster type holder things, mm. and so you, you could flick through them, and it was on canvas. And I ended up having to spend an extra hundred bucks to get it wrapped, the canvas wrapped, <laughs> not by him, but my nana saw it. He would have been actually kicking himself. Yeah, hundred bucks. He's just got cash. Yeah, hundred and forty uh, before tax. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah, is that before how it works? Tax? Before after tax? After tax, yeah, Wait. you get less. So, Wait, but he's not going to. I give him a hundred. How does no, he? No, but it'd be like if we got a ten thousand okay, dollars job and they yeah, pay sure. cash. Okay. If we didn't declare it, it'd yeah, be sure. like we just made thirteen hundred bucks, whatever the tax rate is. Anyway, he's kicking himself. You're in your numbers, mate. Yeah. I'm just, it's very vague numbers. Yeah, but he's earned more than a hundred bucks because yeah. he just got cash. So my point is, haven't done auctions, but have sort of been a bowler and just done what would be considered the type of thing an auction person would do, which is just sort of I felt like I was a fucking big deal. So you offered him a hundred bucks? No, he- I'm sure. I think I asked how much. He said a hundred and I said, okay. And I went out and got <laughs> like the, the green watermelon or whatever you call it. It definitely not is a green a, watermelon. A watermelon? Is that what you call a hundred dollars? In Australia, what all the colours are, colors are What colours are a hundred? No, green. Green. Pineapple. Apple, apple and then pineapples are 50. Oh, no. Pineapple. Did, did I not say watermelon? You said green watermelon. Yeah. So the water. I don't know. I haven't called it a, water, a watermelon because it's red. No, watermelon because it's green. I would say watermelon, the colour of watermelon is re- is like more closer to red. Have you pink. ever seen a watermelon? Yeah, I've seen this outside. But what colour? If you would, if I was wearing a T-shirt of that was watermelon, what colour would it be? Yeah, you wouldn't right. go for you wouldn't go for green. green. It's true. <laughs> no, but so you gave him a hunji. Yeah, hunji cash. Yeah, Fuck. so Jokes that was nice. You. But the um, going back to the VCR thing, DVDs. Mum and Dad, I, I don't know if this is generational. They have so much shit, just so much stuff, <laughs> and not only that, um, I get a rise out of Dad every mm. time I mention about me throwing out stuff. 
Is this are your parents the same or are yeah. your parents minimalist? They've got no, they do have a bunch of stuff. A lot of it's ours from when we were young. It's hard. What do we what what are they gonna do with it? Maybe Dad, having Dad, three kids is fucking hard. Yeah. You accumulate we've got a lot of shit and we've got one baby. Dad uh, gave me a, bo- a shoebox with about a thousand CDs. Some of them na- named, some of them not. See, so he's palming off his problems. Yeah. What? Well, because they're all my old shit, but half of them is like when I would download from Napster and burn to a CD. Oh, no. Just all that sort of so shit. Are you going to throw them out? But it's all mixed up with like potential gold as well. But what's classified gold? Like uh, videos that I made when I was a kid. Okay. And Bree's like, let's chuck it out. And I'm like... Possible gold. Here's the thing. It, it actually robs your time, mm-hmm. like having more stuff because you have to spend time. If you were connect, if you yeah. were attached to it, you're going to have to spend hours. Well, you, you said um, talking to Scott Pape, Barefoot yes. Investor, you just you said to him, oh, you're, um, you're, you're an overnight minimalist. <laughs> well, you're ref- it was slightly insulting. His house burnt down the fires. But it, 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 what I mean by it is you've got nothing – You've got everything one day, nothing the next. It's the equivalent of like the feeling I get when I feel sick. You know how saying I feel there's something really freeing about being sick because you can just be like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I just sort of eat pizza and lay down. <laughs> and, uh, um, and if there's not chips there, you're unhappy. Yeah. needs to be hot. And the chips are the first thing I did. What's the biggest – you probably don't even think about this. When I was a kid, my biggest concern in life was any – fast food place that would use plastic bags and put hot chips in it. Oh, because they'd go soggy. Yeah. I'd thought, I've thought about it a bit, but it probably wasn't my main concern. Yeah. It was, wasn't, definitely wasn't one of my biggest concerns. Like a classic <laughs> Jansen move would be if we'd gone to charcoal chicken, it's like fucking get the metal. It was almost a passive-aggressive move. They would hand us the bag. Yeah. would tear the bag like as if we're – trying to give resuscitation to the chips but would get them out straight like get them out of there because they'll get real soggy that's and disgusting so funny so that's so funny but so your parents aren't too bad with the keeping no, they've shit. got stuff it's probably mine i could probably take some stuff off them but they've done a few moves so like when your parents move yeah. they're gonna have to throw stuff because they're planning on moving yeah they were saying they're planning on downsizing potentially to an apartment yeah and then having it oh no they were having another house yeah well that was that's it they'll have more shit two places do you want to hear they were listening on the radio mum was like oh there's apparently some i don't know if it's called a sunrise clause sunrise clause either sunrise or sunset clause basically they'd put some money on a um piece of land mm. that they're going to eventually move in and apparently the land's gone up in value significantly awesome. however mum was saying she was listening on the aws on three aw that they were saying that they can actually there can be a clause in there that they can end up charging you more if it's worth more mm. land you know tax that? no not land tax like if you've just put in the, the put you know eight grand deposit or whatever the developers of the land uh. can actually say oh guys uh, i know we said it was this amount but we're going to charge... Yeah, that's no good. I haven't heard that. Yeah. I, I just thought it was interesting. Dad was there with his contract last night flicking going through. Going through it? Yeah. And he could... Did he, he find anything? No idea. That's what they're hoping, that you yeah. can't find anything yeah. and you don't bring it up again. It's a bit outrageous. Fuck, that is dodgy. But there's there's something in... My parents, I think, are pretty good at saying, get your shit out. Like they're... Like... um, 
not holding on to things anymore. Well, was that your dad saying get your shit out by h- handing you a box full of hundreds nah, of CDs? I think mum's mum is more likely to do it. Like I hear her saying to dad, "You've got to get James to either keep that stuff or we'll chuck it out." Mum's not very sentimental. There's there is not a great deal of stuff at your mum's house. When no. I went there, I didn't feel like there was a. I feel like there is a lot of shit. They've got a whole. Um, Garage that where Dad's building his Willie's Aero Wing yeah. car and stuff. And garage. You have if you have own a garage, that's what it's for storage. Yeah. That's the problem. Then you need to store, find yeah. stuff to store. I, whenever anyone says, "Oh, we need more space," I've said that. Amy and I have said that heaps of times. We want. We need more space. You need less stuff. We will find more stuff. That's the problem. Well, this, if we get more space. That's the thing because Bree's like she wants to find this next place that we have. She wants to find somewhere with more storage. For what? But this is my thing. Like she says that we didn't have enough storage last time, but I'm worried that the same thing that happened with her carrying 80 litres mm. versus 55 yeah. on our trip. Um, Your place last time, that storage was huge. We've got a smaller apartment yeah. with three of us in there. Well, what you storage did we have? Stuff. You had the cage downstairs. Yeah, we didn't want to put one. anything in it. And we didn't want to put anything in it though because it was Abbotsford and it would fucking yeah. get broken into. Junkies would yeah. go and steal shit. So. But you, you could have padlocked the shit out of it. We did. We actually it got and broken into, broke into twice. It. Yeah. Oh, God. So we wouldn't put in anything that's important. No, but then what do you want to? What do you? What's I think so the storage important? is. I don't know. That's a thing. Like <laughs> I've, I love. I've really gotten into just having my books. Yeah, and that's about it. Like I don't think there's there's not that much many other things that I have. I've got so many dumb gadgets. Like I've got the Garmin watch. Well, yeah, you've been going through stuff today at the office. We do have a lot of stuff that we could sell. Yeah, it's then it's hard because you would have a. This is the thing. Living in a house, I remember the garage sale days. I we used to put on a yeah. garage sale. I would buy more shit though than because what would end up happening is it would be a joint thing. I remember my auntie brought brought <laughs> stuff along. And um, she had this wooden sculpture that had these like reflective eyes. I, I'll send you a photo and you tonight. It. Yeah, I was obsessed with oh, it. Oh no! And so I bought it. And th- <laughs> that I think is pretty common practice for me, which is whenever we would have a garage sale, I'd manage to find bullshit things to then You'd buy more shit. Yeah, buy more shit. So defeat yeah. the whole purpose. Um, let's recap. So we need to work out how we can keep track. Of the bids coming through mm-hmm. for the book, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a Number priority. One priority. I mean, your priority is writing the yeah. thing. Are um, you impre- Are you impressed that I'm doing it? I'm impressed that it's actually requiring a lot more effort now from you. I'm glad that you actually got the paper. I thought that story was going to end with I haven't got the fucking paper yet. Yeah. I haven't started. Bree was, I think, she laughed. She doesn't laugh at me very much, <laughs> but she laughed because it was just like how ridiculous, like how serious I was taking it all. Yeah, and I was a bit pissed off with the office works guy because I think he was a bit dismissive of my inquiries about like I was saying, could you bound this? He's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, you sure? I'm like, what type of binding? Like, how is it going to work? So what I am going to do though is whoever wins it, they get the official one that was written. I'm going to photocopy it as well and okay. maybe send it to Seth Godin. So Imagine gonna- if you in the photocopying stage had all the documents go out of, out of um, order. <laughs> well, I was trying to work out whether I number it. So this is one other interesting fact about the, the writing process. 
it, it's not one-for-one page-wise. So I started off doing that, but I can actually fit more onto a page than Seth can. Okay. Because he's obviously... Well, it's a small, it's a small size book. It's thick. Yeah, it's thick, but it's, but it's a smaller. It's so smaller I decided size. to not do it one-for-one. One. So I'll, I'll find appropriate points to switch. So, switch to the page. You know, start of a subheading, new yeah. chapter. So maybe don't number it because then you'll have to. Oh well, yeah, what am I gonna? I'm gonna. You're have to not referencing whole, to anything yeah. other than each page that you're on. Mm. Yeah, no, don't, mate. Just keep it simple. Don't add more boundaries than it or than there already is. So yeah. just <laughs> keep going. You got how many more days? Uh, so I think it will. Uh, what? So it's the tenth oh, today. Tenth today. So there's thirteen. Twenty one. So Twenty one more days. And then it has to be done. And there's 23 chapters. And how many did you do in three hours? I did the author's note and chapter one. Okay. So you could almost get two chapters. Again, my back was very sore. Yeah. (laughs) Good this is out of work hours. So we're not pulling a workers' compo against the the company. This is a little. Doesn't pull a sick day. Volunteer. Breaks his back (laughs) right. Writing a book. Uh, well, you could literally say you've almost broken your back writing yeah, a book. That's true. Well, d- the funny thing is Bree did say to the paper lady in yep. Doncaster, she said, oh, my boyfriend's writing a book. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, of course he is. I mean, it's, it's very true. Yeah. You are writing a book. No, I'm rewriting a book. But anyway, I let, her, I let her have it. She said it was too hard to explain. <laughs> I get it. Hi at com. if you've got a solution for how we can – um, keep track of bids. Keep track of bids. But also I think we should start actively going out and selling it as well. So I think we should be reaching out to people who we think would be interested yeah. to try and get the – I think we could get a 1000 bucks. You want a little infomercial. Yeah. You need a book? I've got the book. You need a great Christmas present? Oh, no, it's not done by Christmas. You uh, New Year's resolution is, is your goal mm-hmm. to read more books. This is one yeah. that and your money will go to charity. Exactly. I, I like it. The one other little technical thing, not sure if, if we get Seth to suggest the charity, mm-hmm. it might not be an Australian authorised charity or whatever it's called. So the only concern I have is that for Australians, if they're wanting it to be tax deductible, uh, that uh, so we'll have to speak, we'll have to work can out. Can we tell the, the big man that we need him to select an Australian charity? We could. World Vision there, Australia and Everywhere else, if if that's what he went, there's some big ones that are uh, that are worldwide. Maybe that water, like I like the sort of what is it called? The I don't know. We'll work it out. Water, yeah. Pencils of promise. Nah, there's the one that the the silver head dude. <laughs> silver head dude. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. It's not in Australia. We've got thank you water. Okay, so and there's then like we've a got what's the wells word? of something? Yeah, what's the what's the one in the US that's really big? I don't know. The people use it for birthdays. If what you can give someone a yeah, it's like you. I don't want a present, guys. I just want you to give water. Fuck. What is that called? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll find, find out. Later. All right. Email us if you also have a bid. Hi at the Daily Talk Show. Dot com. All right, I'm off to uh, get better. Maybe eat some more pizza. Maybe some fruit. Do not. No, I'll eat just... fruit over pizza and chips. Fruit over pizza and then eat the pizza <laughs> with all the beautiful fruit juices. All right, guys. It's a daily talk show. Have a good one. See you guys.